2: Blog Talk Radio.
3: Up this morning, looking for my shoes. Look behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long? to tell me how long? Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? rooms overtake me rock away from here Lordy, tell me how long Lordy, tell me how long Will I, have to wait? Will I have to wait Can I get you now Can I get you now Must I hesitate? Tell me, I'll jump in and drown. Gotta tell me how long. Gotta tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? Helicopter he was out and got hit twice. One from the side, one from the back. We knew he was going to die.
2: Hello? Can everybody hear me?
0: Yes. yes.
3: Hey,
2: everyone. Yep. Welcome to a badass episode here on Frenzy and Friends. And I say that because we got actor, director, writer, producer, Cameron Scott here with us today. And, in fact, when the song was playing and everything, I think everybody thought that I was gone, right?
3: No. No.
2: (laughs) But I wasn't. I got a special greeting for Cameron Scott, which I'm going to give it to him. I was talking Uh to somebody that was uh, on the phone with me. And uh he he wants to give a big anyway, shout out, the was wounded shout out by to
3: Cameron. He, he, he threw himself out of the helicopter because he knew he was gonna turn.
2: Huh? Yep. Yep. All right. So we've we've got a great show. Uh we have been talking I, I have been talking to some people that uh wants to give a big shout out and I believe Hold on. That'll make me holler boo-boo. You better read this now. Your soul's ringing. Now we got a 916 number. This is close by us. Is this Nicholas Kurbrowski?
3: I suppose it is. There he is. <laughs> Here I am.
2: Yeah, so we got... Okay, uh, Nick, what's going on with the black Bad Sheep books?
3: Oh, uh, pretty much the same as last time. We're waiting. uh, uh, I've been working hard this past week to uh, get some great Black Bedsheet books titles out. So uh, uh, you're going to forward to a lot of stuff like uh, two two things from Patrick James Ryan, The Maggots Underneath the Porch, and a revised, re-edited version of his collection, Bloodverse, which is very groovy. And then um, Nick Carey has some new stuff, too. So look forward to that. And then Raina Young. Uh, so as we go into the summer, it's going to be some really, really neat things. Anyway, so, yeah, pretty much that, that's, that's about it. Nice. That, that yeah.
2: really sounds pretty cool. Yes, it does. Very cool. So, here we go. We got uh, Cameron Scott here with us. And I got to tell you, I love Cameron Scott. Cameron Scott has been with me through Thick and Thin. Uh, Cameron used to be a uh, co-host with the show. And then he got, you know, too big. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he had to do his own thing, you know, like making all these movies and everything. And I got, I okay, got I a couple. I, was just
1: getting fat.
2: <laughs> I got a lot of clips to play with Cam because Cam, Cam, I got to tell you, man, you, me and Cam, there's something about me and Cam. It's like when we were doing a show on Sunday, I hate it when those girls say, it's like, and you know, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) For real, totally. You know what I'm saying? You know? It's like, but Kim, he would call me up on the phone and he's like, I said it again, didn't I? I said like, he would be. He would tell me, "Can you wake me up in thirty minutes so we can do the show?"
3: <laughs> or I would call Cam and
2: plot. I would say, "Cam, can you wake me up in two hours so we can do the show?" We we had that, and I'm not we, taking we were any in each long, long we were each other's alarm clock. It's like, hello, we got to do the show. Wake me up. I'm going to take a nap. And we oh, have that when you called experience. me
1: earlier, I freaked out. I freaked out because I'm like, oh, God, what time is it? I took a half an hour nap. Like, yeah. I show,
2: I'm like, oh, yeah. that's in three hours. Cam <laughs> <laughs> okay. actually messaged me <laughs> and when I was calling him. He's like, I'm calling the show now. Cam, the show I woke up, and I'm like, two hours. what What are you calling? I figured
1: there was that wake-up call to remind me, hey, Cam, it's, you know, it's like 10 after the hour. you got to call in. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, so that's, that's her time, not Yeah, my
2: time. he's like, I'm calling. <laughs> I was, like, know looking was,
1: like, up the
2: me. number. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, he was like, I'm calling into to the show now. What, what did I miss? <laughs> And then I got mission? Nick
1: messaging me, and it's like, you know, it's like in an hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, oh okay, okay, I can take a breath, I, <laughs> I try to be punctual, but man, I tell you, it's uh, like, it's
2: yeah. like, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was like, wait a minute, am I behind time? Because I've been awake since 4 o'clock this morning. I don't know why I'm still awake, but I'm awake. And I'm drinking my Monster Energy drink now. But, yeah, Cam was like, wait, I'm calling into the show right now. Cam, we still have two hours. Why are you calling into the show? So, I got a little bit of funny clips to play with uh, Cameron Scott right now. Because... We had a lot of fun with uh, Cameron Scott.
1: Cam, uh, are you ready? Be, yeah, this is going to be one or two clips. I'm going to pre- predict in my own head. I already got an idea of what they might be. <laughs> so let her rip, let her rip, though, see if I'm right. All
2: right, all right. And, and I got to tell you, there was <laughs> one clip. I got I to gotta explain one clip. There was one clip, uh, which I'm hoping is going to be on this one. When you spoke to the legendary king of soul, ah. Solomon Burt. And I'm hoping this one's on idea. here. That was a great moment because we could not get Solomon Burt to sing on our show. And it was uh, it was uh, John Decker who said, oh, Solomon Burt just sang on Francie and Friends. And it was all because of you. Let's take a look at this.
1: All right. Confessions. I'm just a wannabe
3: filmmaker. Actually, it is my hopes and dreams and aspirations to make midget
1: amputee
3: porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Deny, deny, deny. Always deny. Tidy, yeah. guess. It's going to be real. <laughs> huh? Sorry about, well, sorry about that. That damn cat just clawed the hell out of my foot. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> Oh
2: wait, it was not there.
1: Oh, I I did um, not think I was totally wrong. <laughs> I had totally forgot the problem. The cat is the,
2: the
3: cat you.
2: What's noob? What's the cat? Whoa! no i will uh, i will I will say this Cameron Scott got legendary singers. I gotta find it. it's on my switchboard somewhere, and I thought I had it in the five year camera so why I find that Cameron what have you been doing other than recuperating from a knee surgery
1: oh and I actually, um, I I go to see my surgeon on Tuesday. I, I I've just been laid ah. up with the injury. The, the surgery is coming up this week, so. But thanks for reminding me. I would have forgotten about that too. <laughs> I needed an alarm clock. But nah, it's just I'm just <laughs> getting old. The knees are getting old, and I just uh, got to have a little repair job done on it. I'm not getting full replacement, but. Uh, since I've been laid up for a couple of weeks, I've just been writing. It's about all I can do. I can't walk around too much right now.
2: And 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 what have you been writing?
1: Uh, well, I, I, uh, my wife's suggestion. Uh, m- many movies. Which, which is Patty? Oh, always just yeah, yours. Patty. And I think she's she's listening in right now. I think I hope. But uh, she, uh-huh. she suggested that I, I kind of write a semi-autobiography. So that's kind of what I've been working on. That I got another script. I'm wor- I'm always working on three or four different things. I mean, but. Uh, Really, I've been pretty much working on trying to get uh, this film made that I've been trying to get made since two thousand thirteen. But uh, yeah, been, it's called the Crocodile Chronicles, and
2: I, I've seen that, show. and
1: yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. So I, like
2: my and everybody is like really supporting that.
1: Yeah, they're so, they're I mean they're, they're helping out really and trying to share everything. I'm promoting the page. I started. I'm not uh, much for social media, but uh, I got some people, my wife included, helping me with like Instagram and learning all that kind of stuff. I'm slow on that kind of stuff. I'm not savvy to it oh, at, all, at all, but I'm, but she helped uh, put together. Yes, yeah, my wife helped put together I'm still most trying
2: of to figure website. out Instagram too. She's showing I, I, me. I'm, I'm learning. learning. Sooner or later, I'll get it. I downloaded <laughs> it on my phone, and it's like, okay, so where do I go after this?
1: That's you know, kind of what I, I feel about that and Snapchat and Twitter and everything. It's like, you know, I got a handle on Facebook. That, that's enough of a handful to try to manage all that. Hey, that sounds, you know.
3: that
2: sounds good to me. I'm good with Facebook. Anything else? Forget it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's just. Uh, it's just silly I, I, I you know I mean it's a necessary evil in the kind of business that we're in if you're in entertainment at all of, of any sort you gotta have social media to to network but I prefer to just like you know sit down and read a book I guess I'm really old school and like a real book like physical book in my hand book, <laughs> Not yeah. a book. I, I, I,
0: I will admit I have a Kindle and I usually use it only when I'm going somewhere that I need something to do But for the most part, I'm like you. I want a book. I
2: want to hold it in my hand and read it because there's nothing like it.
3: Amen to that.
1: that. Yeah, going into a bookstore and picking up an old book or just old bookstore smell, even. It's weird. If you don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, I was going
2: to say that smell, it (laughs) takes you back to high school. It's like, oh, it smells like high school in here. (laughs)
3: Remember, right?
2: You walk down uh, like kind of. When you walk in, it smells like you're walking down your high school halls, and it's like. Oh, I don't know. It I got like a whole
1: other school. slew of smells that remind me of high school, and <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. I think of high uh, school. Oh, don't don't that,
2: <laughs> okay, uh, I I that one. Okay, I didn't do reading high school. I didn't participate in the library. I didn't even know where it was. <laughs> oh, I knew where all the libraries were. <laughs>
1: uh, I was usually stuck yes. in one of them. I was a bookworm.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, was yeah. and I surprise, wasn't surprised, right? I wasn't. I that? wasn't. It depended on what it was. If it was something that intrigued me and pulled me in, yeah, you know, like a mystery or science fiction or horror, something that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. That was my thing.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's I think of it's think it's kind of cool though because I worked with uh millennials and everything and you know oh, they were telling me that now their sign was going to be uh, uh you know pull the chip out of the Pull your card chip out of the ATM machine, and I was like, "Yeah." And our the word was, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, God, is that? The Sounds of dial-up. The oh, horrible Sounds God, of you're dial-up. On the internet. <laughs> no, I, I, so I saw know something the, the other day. Sound. So what? Well, there was a thing I, I saw the mean, other
1: day where they're talking that. You, you know, when we used to get, your internet would come on an AOL disc, and you would get your internet on a CD. And if somebody tried calling you, it would interrupt your internet, or someone picked up the home phone while you were on the computer, it would interrupt
3: your fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> and there's
2: like 1-800 number, and you're like, the idiot, I was downloading a song on Kazu. You ju- I'm going to call you back and cuss you out. How many times yeah. did you want to cut those people out? Oh, Seriously, no doubt. You, you want me to donate money, but you won't even let me download a free song. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see Cameron like, doing that, too. Like, you son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I might
1: I might have gotten that mad once or twice, meaning once or twice that I remember. Meaning it happened dozens of times.
2: Come on, you're you're on what was that? Pop, it was LimeWire, LimeWire, and you're like downloading the song. And You're like I'm like two gigabytes away. Ring ring, ring and it's like the hell. <laughs> the kids have it too easy today. You're like looking oh, yeah, at your. Oh yeah, exactly. And, like, come on! I'm probably getting abra abra cadabra. I want to. Am I showing my age? Yeah, I that. yeah. a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, okay. this is that guy this was talking. This is how much of a glutton for punishment I was when I was in high school. I would sit there. I was sitting there reading The Shining, okay? And watching Helter Skelter at the same time. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a glutton for punishment. Then the noises started happening. And then the phone call <laughs> happened. And you're like, mother well no, I was sitting there watching Helter Skelter and reading The Shining and I was home alone. Oh. So you know how that goes. So I had practice yeah. on scaring the shit out of myself, but scaring the shit out of other people is easy now. <laughs> 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 I pray to right. myself first. <laughs> I can do that. That's well, crazy, but I can do that. I can sit there and read a book and watch a movie. At least you practice on yourself. Like we said a couple of shows ago, I practice on my nieces, making them watch The Exorcist beginning. But Cameron! Oh, yeah. my God! Dude! I mean, every, everything that you do, and this is something that I respect from you is that everything that you do is out of pocket.
1: Out of not anybody's pocket, uh, but your pocket. Well, that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, well, I won't say one, I'm so broke. But, you know, everything that we do is, is, you know, we're outside of the Hollywood system, filmmakers, like myself. You know, we're not getting... Funded by producers and, and whatnot, you know uh, that's one of the reasons why I started running the Indiegogo for the Crocodile Chronicles because it was
2: it yeah, was either I, make I or break, so. you what know. Was about that. Well,
3: when, when I was, you was get a chance me up,
2: finish doing... explaining this first? I'm putting a lot on your plate. <laughs> she does that, <laughs> don't she? That's
1: okay. That's okay. I didn't eat dinner. Go ahead. Put put it on my plate. Get it done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, uh, uh, finish talking about how you work so hard. I mean, everything that you do, it's like it's not, I got these producers coming in, and they're going to fund this. No, you're well, funding keep it, in, it. Keep, in, and mind, you've got keep it. in mind, it's not for lack of trying.
1: It's not for lack of trying. I've tried to get producers and people willing to put up money, but people Mm -hmm. are just plain broke these days. To be quite honest, and the thing
2: is, you don't stop; you keep going.
1: Well, you you know, uh, I was actually just talking with a a friend of mine named Denver that uh, uh, on uh, Facebook right before the show, and we were talking about Orson Welles. That's uh, strangely enough, and people like him that are just were insanely uh, focused. And insanely obsessed about trying to make films, and in you know, in many interviews, it said you know they would not recommend this kind of lifestyle for somebody, and that's what I say. You've got to be a little bit crazy to do the kind of work that I do. You've got to be a little actually, you know, you don't need to be a little bit. You need to be a lot of bit crazy, because you know it's not for lack of trying to trying to get producers. Because trust me, if I had somebody that had money and that trusted me with the money, I would make a hell of a film but people are just plain broke these days. I mean, the last couple of films, you know, that I've been a part of even behind the scenes. Uh, but uh, you, you know what, you know what I mean? It's all been self-financed, self-produced. Everybody I know is, is, you know, is self-made, you know, and that's the one kind of thing that is consistent in, in this business in the indie film world. But again, you know, I, I, I got inspired to do the crocodile chronicles. It's actually by reading about it, crocodile or crocodile, as it's correctly pronounced. Is, yeah, it's almost I'm second nature for me.
2: I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce
1: it. Well, <laughs> it's pronounced crocodile. That's the uh. Russian pronunciation of it. But it's it's just been so easy. I guess you know here in America, just called it the crocodile. Because it's basically yeah. what happens. <clears throat> I mean, you, this stuff it turns your skin scaly like a crocodile. With I mean, crocodile for anybody that's listening doesn't understand what it is or doesn't know what it is. I've never heard about it. It's a an epidemic or was an epidemic over in parts of Siberia, Russia, and Eastern Europe. It's a drug that was used as an alternative for heroin, like a homemade heroin over there. That was a real oh, thing. Oh wow! People, and, and they inject themselves with this crazy homemade stuff that just crazy is the only way to describe it. It's like nothing you've ever seen before in your life. It's, if you Google image any kind of thing about it, it it's, it's hard to even look at. It, will, it rots you to the bone. You lose arms, you lose legs from it. it. I mean it makes fingers and toes fall off. Lots of people with one dose of this, they try it once. And they, they I mean, they can die one time from it, and there's repercussions from this the rest of your life. You know, it's something you'll never come up. You get brain damage, and people go blind. Or, you know, I mean, when it, it, it's a really horrible thing. But I mean, I was, I was finishing making my first film, you know, PMA, when I did that. A friend of mine told me about this. He's like, you need to see this documentary on this stuff called the crocodile. And I'm like, I would never heard of it. And they call it the drug that eats its junkies. It does. I mean it eats them alive. It turns people into real life I, zombies. And I, it's a real thing. It's not
2: fake. <laughs> it's not have, Hollywood. And it's, I have seen that. And oh wait, um <laughs> I I do wanna talk to you more about that because Nick and I we have actually watched a documentary about the crocodile virus, but honey boo boo is like have you worked with her yet, Cam?
1: <laughs> no, thank God. No, no, I, I I have not and probably would not, no.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: That'll make me holler, <laughs> Boo-Boo. You better
4: resist now your
2: phone's ringing. All right, Ooh. we got area <laughs> code 831. Yeah, Honey Boo-Boo, yeah, she, she will throw stuff at... Don and I and Tom. I didn't even
1: know that was still a
2: thing. Yeah, probably. A thing.
1: But we got yeah, people calling in. I, I've been getting messages from people on uh, Facebook saying they're trying to call in, or, or have called in, or, or I
2: think they called in. Hey, code
0: 831 you're live. Oh, hi. <laughs> I've been listening. Hi. Hi, I'm oh, Leanne Langer. So so, so, so,
2: so
0: so so She's going to be
2: fantastic. Hi, welcome. Hi, thank you.
1: I know that voice. No,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really thrilled to be on, on with you guys tonight, and um, absolutely honored uh, to be in Cameron's vision of what it's crocodile if you were Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can you can pronounce it much better than I can. I've been trying to write Well, that is because Cameron,
0: I'm going to have to talk in different ways. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm? yes. <laughs> so okay. You can, and you so, can do it so much better.
1: That's why you're the actor and I am not. <laughs> my... <laughs> no, you do
0: really good, Ruski I could,
1: I could dialect. Well, but I don't think I would try. Uh, I don't know that I right? would you do?
0: do a Russian accent. <laughs> Well, I'm studying it, so it's it's really intense and then my brain takes over and I start actually writing like I'm a Russian and, you know, saying things that, you know, leaving out words and all kinds of things like cream cheese, you know, cream cheese in, the, in your brain, you know. But <laughs> yes. I wanted to call and talk really about fair. Hello, I wanted to talk about, Um, I wanted to sign up for the, um, the amputee porn, by the way, so, and Tom Jones, so we'll talk about that later, right?
1: Yeah, 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 we're going to talk about
0: about that later, but But what I really want to, um... That would be post-mortem, right? No, No, I'm, I'm, oh. oh, go ahead, go ahead, Cameron. I was going to say, well, we haven't
1: actually worked together yet, but we've been working on developing the, the, mm-hmm. the, the script for Crocodile Chronicles to get together and, and uh, mm-hmm. developing the part. There's, it's, a, it's an anthology. It's one part I didn't mention yet, but Leanne here is actually playing the title character in one segment that is called The Woe of Nikita, and she is playing the title character of mm-hmm. Nikita, and we've been working a lot on the dialect and kind of the background mm-hmm. to make it as authentic as possible.
0: I become basically Nikita and I. I'm Nikita. I usually refer to myself as Nikita. Uh, she is the prologue. She is the the, the guts of, of the film. She's the first representative of Crocodile, which is the star of the movie. Crocodile is the star of the movie. It has to be. Um, up front, it has to have the spotlight. It takes the spotlight. It's devastating. And Cameron put together an incredible ensemble cast to play in, these ontho- uh, 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 in the anthology, in the wraparound. So it's an amazing, unique idea that they start with this woman who is telling a story. Basically, and, and, and it's amazing how many people don't know what Crocodile is. They don't understand that it's not made up. It's, it's a very real and dangerous synthetic morphine. And our U.S. government actually used it for three years before they realized what they were doing. And you have an incredible cast to bring this devastation and craziness to the forefront. It's going gonna, it's gonna to totally freak people out. It's, it's brilliantly written. Um, I've right I've been wanting to work. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to work with Cameron since Post Mortem America twenty twenty one came out. I heard so much about him, and I knew I, I wanted to good, be Nikita. Good
1: stuff, and she still wanted to work with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I wanted to. I really want to drive home um, this point: is that indie indie film is so hard when you have such a great vision. It's hard to make film. It costs money. And it's not like, oh, well, we're just going to go out and have a party and make a film. It's As you know, on your show, you talk to many producers, directors, and everybody in the industry that it takes, you know, insurance and fees and actors travel and their lodging. And so many things go into making a film like this one. This is a very different film.
1: You know, and and it's also getting in the the right locations and getting, Mm you know, things that will do justice to the source material because, you know, you can have the good source material, good script, but you know, and then the execution, if you don't have the right actors, especially, or the Mm -hmm. right locations or whatnot, it's not going to work. You can't just turn on the camera and expect magic. You got to – and and that's the thing of self-producing this. Kind of thing, as you asked before, you know, Frank. You know, and saying that, you know, that I've always footed the bill on this sort of thing, but you know, people think of in terms of low budget versus, you know, large budget. A movie like, say, Wonder Woman micro that has budget, a two hundred million, right. yeah, you know, that has mm-hmm. a two hundred million dollar budget. That's considered micro. micro budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like, a, I, I imagine they, you know, the entire budget for Crocodile Chronicles is eighteen thousand. Right. I they spent more than that on the cappuccino budget for Wonder Woman
2: <laughs>
1: you know they spent more on cappuccino yes, on coffee and Red the red
2: I, for people I, I have to agree with you on that like and Another that's kind that of, of funny a bad you're making that. remember the oh um, never mind the George Clooney he's trying to get an espresso oh yeah oh yeah the
0: Okay. Okay. I was trying to make a joke, but we (laughs) didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, coffee costs money.
2: You know, and there's a lot
0: and of coffee yeah. on there's going to be coffee at Crocodile, so you know we need yeah. that. We need funds. We have if Cameron wouldn't mind telling you guys. I'm sure you have you guys. That's really professional, huh? Um, <laughs> if Cam, if Cameron <laughs> wouldn't to mind here. to tell you our cast because we have a wonderful, wonderful cast. We do. And, God, and well, I mean, it's. Well,
1: um, I believe we have another one of the cast members is on hold. Uh, Michelle Nezick, who I also met, she is playing uh, a character in Requiem for a Junkie,
0: which is one another of the characters. Another great story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. boo yeah, author- honey- oh,
4: boo. You
2: better
0: <laughs> Oh, God, honey, boo
2: boo. Yeah. yeah. yeah that just yeah, scares boy. me. That yeah. scares
0: me. Again. Honey, boo boo. to Fighting with me.
3: <laughs>
0: <Here you go. laughs>
2: honey boo boo has been throwing like little beads <clears throat> of socks at me.
0: Well, if we could there get the cast right. mentioned, that would be great yeah. because I think you'll really be excited. I think everybody listening to this well, will be like, wow. I'm excited to work with a lot of these people. Oh, do we got Michelle on? Yeah, a Hi, Michelle. Oh, am I... Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are
4: you? Yeah, hey, we hear you. You made it through. Yay. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh well, Michelle here.
4: I've been listening to well. guys all you know, stalker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Honey Boo Boo has a, a big deal of throwing bean bags at me. Like, you better pick up I your phone.
0: Is that jelly beans mm-hmm. or, or, or what? Spaghettios. I don't
2: know. Is it she just throws back to my brown writing
0: Canned good.
2: some phones right at the foot toes, and it's like, Pick up your phone!
0: <laughs> Michelle, Michelle I would love to ask yes, you hi. How do you feel about your part in, in Requiem for a Junkie I would love to hear more Because I haven't I haven't I haven't really talked to a lot of the actors And I won't be meeting some of the actors So I'd love to hear from you Like what your impressions are And, and how you feel about your part
2: Oh gosh
4: um, Well Karen uh, and I I um, about two years ago through a very dear mutual friend uh named Lydia and Hi Lydia. He was casting you're out there. Hi Lydia. We love you. <laughs> and um and he was casting and it seems like a lot of fun and I, you know, kind of grew up watching Jim O'Rear and mm-hmm. Robert Lissardo and and it's actually kinda of funny. I don't wanna give any spoilers but uh yeah, the Robert Lazardo thing, and what mm-hmm. happens throughout the film is the childhood mm-hmm. wish come true. So thank you, Cameron. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, and, and
0: yeah, you know, and,
4: and um, and
1: I was thrilled to be able to land Lazardo, which I might say he is an amazing guy, and amazingly intelligent, amazingly he's
4: so kind. Man.
1: But and his wife he, is amazing. i
4: And just, oh, my god! I
1: was intimidated at first talking with him. And if he's listened, if he's ever listened to this, he'll, he'll probably ask me why I was intimidated. But he's Robert fucking Lizardo. I mean, yeah. he, right? he is the constant tough guy. I met him while driving on a, the night late set. I was driving him back and forth to hotels and airports and the set and whatnot. And I got to know him. I'm like, wait, he's, a, he's really not scary. He's not like the nicest <laughs> dudes in the world
0: no, but he's he really nice bad and well.
4: down to earth and because he's yes. an amazing actor
0: I think it's really really yes. exciting <laughs> I think you have a wonderful story with Requiem for a Junkie wonderful people it's, to I'm work with for, oh, I'm very yeah, excited so I'm happy so excited and... to get to play Hope I would love, and, I would yeah, love, I love to meet you better. I hope
4: <laughs> I hope we do get to meet yes, at some yeah. point I'm sure we will
0: I hope it'll so. happen. But how do you feel I about being that Hope, that, that character? How do you feel about um, the, like the story? I'm just curious. Well,
4: okay. Well, uh honestly, um Cameron gave me a list of options to choose mm. from and I actually chose Hope. Um That's right. Yeah, I I we all uh, made our choices, hope. yeah.
0: What made you choose okay. Hope? Yes. So you're related to her I chose then hope yeah. more?
4: I did. I found her very relatable and I I when I was reading the script, it's everything is, you know, when she's clean and she it's before the problems and then, you know, and then we go to the actual problems of her addiction. And it's very, you know, fleeting and faint, but it's there and it seemed like a wonderful challenge to be able to take such a small part and put as much into it as I possibly could to make, hopefully, at least one person in the audience feel for hope and wish for, Excellent. you know, yeah. a better yeah. life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So in I, that I,
1: particular segment, yeah. she's the only one
2: that I, I definitely can't respect to that, that because she's so saying you know, I want to take this character, I want to embellish it, and I want to make it my
0: own the best that I can. I totally respect that. Well, we as actors said, you know, I think I think Michelle would agree with me. I'm not going to speak for, for her or anything, but I, I think she'll agree with me that we as actors in the craft that we're in, that is the motivation, is digging deep inside ourselves to find where that character is and becoming that character and being able to convey that character.
4: Yes, it's a cathartic. You can take your entire life and crunch mm-hmm. it into this shell of a character and, mm-hmm. you know, help breathe life into it. The writers, of course, you know, give it form. You know what we I mean? But have you that. have to have that, yeah. 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 We give it the, the pumping blood and the pulse.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: that's what I love about acting and especially getting to take on such a well written character. Yeah. You know, I it's, agree. It's just the challenge is wonderful. It's it's kind of like a, that Kate Bush song, Running Up That Hill.
0: Oh, God. I love that song. I adore her. <laughs> so I, you I, know, it's so funny. Kind of because I, I, picked, of, I picked a song for Nikita. And then mm-hmm. I found out Gary Oldman does that too. He picks music. Does he really? Oh God, yeah. I love Gary Oldman. He'll sing. He he sang um, when he was doing uh, Dracula. He was mm-hmm. singing all these songs that he was relating to, to get him in love. That kind of mad love. And I found a St. Mm-hmm. Vincent song called "The Party," that totally I related <gasps> I love to Nikita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I find that interesting that because I think that that media of music and film and it's so fluid, you know, it's it's yeah. so emotional.
4: It turns into one gigantic living organism. Mm-hmm.
3: It,
1: it does. Yeah. It really does. I use music <laughs> when I'm writing. You know, when I'm writing, yeah. I have a theme, and I,
4: yes. you know, like for instance,
1: when I did More America, I listened to nothing but John Carpenter music. That's all oh, I listen wow. to John Carpenter music. And while I've been writing, when I wrote this one, I actually wrote, uh, not wrote, but uh, I listened to a lot of the, believe it or not, stuff that I listened to. Like when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Nirvana type music. And, wow. uh, you know, I, I listened to that, which you wouldn't think by reading it, but you know, each, you know, you find inspiration in the strangest
4: of places. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, For me, plays. it was my life really with it. the Thrill Kill
2: Cult. There there is a point. Point. I never asked Cameron Scott this question. Okay, because you're a writer, you're writing these scripts. They are awesome. You're going out there, and like we said, you're not sitting on your couch. You're out there doing this. We talked about that on the show before. <clears throat> what What actors actually have you ever like watched a movie and like,
0: wow,
2: that's my character, like Robert or some De Niro. Power <laughs> Robert to narrow like into something and be
0: like, whoa.
1: You mean like as in somebody I would want to play myself or, or just, just a performance? I think she
0: relating to. Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: just <laughs> anything that you wrote. Like anything that you wrote, it's like, wow, if this was to go on mainstream, this is who I want to play it. Oh. <sighs> Uh, so I'm writing a, this character for this specific person.
1: If I could, if I had like if, if like a, a dream role or not dream role or a dream actor, to be honest, theres somebody that I've seen and have admired, I, it's really hard. It'd be hard to narrow it down. But if I can narrow it down to a couple uh, actors that have really inspired me, if I, I guess you call them mainstream or whatever, but um, I mean huge nice. uh, Rucker. I'm mean, oh, a yeah. yeah. I really like uh, rooker Howard, And it may seem like a strange choice, but um, I yeah. always have and always will be a, a huge Mickey Rourke fan. I know he's, yeah. he's not popular, mm-hmm. and people tend to love him or hate him, but mm-hmm. even in the shittiest of films that that man has done, and let, let's just face it, I'm a huge fan, but he's done some really intensely shitty films. But he always has moments of glory in those films that are better than the rest of the film. It's like there's moments he has where he brings he brings something else to what he does. There's an intensity there. He'll find a moment. I think that's what he does. You know, as, as actors and directors and writers, whatever, we're, we're all trying to find work. And I'm sure we have all been part of a project. But, you know, we're like, oh, you know, we went we super, super excited about you know, But there was something the right there. And we're like, oh, <laughs> you know, we went, but, yeah, uh, you know, uh-huh. I, and Richard Rourke and mm-hmm. Rucker Howard. if I had to narrow it down, I don't think I I could
2: pick this He's one. He's amazing, I'd
1: yeah. I'd have to write a movie for both of them. A nice
2: but, answer, know, actually.
0: You
1: know, I, 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 just, um, you know, I think I, I was about five years old, six years old when, when you know, uh, Blade Runner came out.
0: was
3: so just, brilliant. Mean, even, yeah, I mean, and that's even that's then, just
1: What's that?
2: That is my favorite time. movie, and um, I'm in the making the fashion. And I'm hoping he's not going to hear this more. I've never seen the movie.
3: What? Oh, oh Blade
0: Runner. Can... Oh. 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 oh, you must see it. So it's Ridley out. Scott. It is up everybody in that film <laughs> is amazing? He's
2: already on it. But
4: Daryl Hannah so. breaks my heart in it.
0: I'm sorry, Michelle,
4: what
2: did
0: you say? Daryl Hannah oh, breaks you. my heart in that film. Oh, song. yeah, And yeah. the flight
4: of the replicators. Really
0: you know, yeah. a replicant,
2: yeah.
4: they're essentially they have the mentality of a child. Like, you get that at the very beginning. Exactly. And he's like, tell me Even about your mother. Power. And he's like, I'll tell you about my mm-hmm. mother. Yes. And, like, so basically they're like these little children in the bodies of these mm-hmm. adults. Mm-hmm. And they are created for slavery, for sex service. To kill mm-hmm. and I yeah, find that for a that. complex yeah. story yeah, perhaps, and it's know, more the, human the, than human the, even, the, even the, though it's about a machine I yeah
0: really, I, I agree just, you
4: know, I it's, just it's, I it's, love it's that the the movie and, and so the end, end
0: scene movie. really proves
4: that oh I know yeah yeah you
0: yes.
1: know, she was just like she was yeah. like a broken doll is how I describe
0: yeah very broken very broken and he yeah. drawn to J.F. Sebastian in that movie, and I think.
1: It, right, or, or, but or, I,
0: loved, I loved that last scene in the rain. And Richard Howard oh, yeah. was like, my God. I mean, he yeah. is... And that was Adla... He totally came up with that line at the last it, minute, don't. and he just yeah, he said it, like and it was just, oh my God. I mean, I watch the movie once a year. I have no problem watching Dracula or, or Blade Runner, or Alien, anything Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ridley thank Scott, you. I know
1: he, he's, oh, no, he's she not exactly that. popular right now, but I could give a damn. The man is amazing. He's in my Oh, mind,
3: yeah. I don't care. Amazing. He's Every a visionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: And might you stick, I add, to, you stick a, to that talent. You, yeah, exactly. Well,
1: just like uh, Terry Gilliam was just reading about that he got um, The Death of Don Quixote finally mm-hmm. made oh. and finished after. After after trying to make, film it for 17 years, there's Jeez. dedication. 17 years. Try, mm-hmm. And there's a guy who doesn't need to make a movie because the man no. is you know, rich as hell. He doesn't need to pursue it. But that's the level of, of that's passion. You know, manic obsessiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, passion
0: and obsessiveness. I, I think that know, filmmakers and writers are such tortured people because it's not like you, Cameron – are going to say, yeah, I really like to write. That's not it. You have to write. It's not a choice for you. And you don't give up. You don't give up. And that's the thing.
2: You're you're
0: spending
2: your last dollar on your paycheck to make sure this movie is going to be made.
0: Well, actually, we're Here's hoping that happens. people will help us out on our fundraiser. And Cameron can tell you more. He's Patty um, and Cam have worked really hard on that. So, Cameron, I'm going to hand that part over to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <The>, uh, Undertaking <laughs> an Indiegogo uh, one is much like filmmaking. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, it's craziness, uh, just like filmmaking.
4: Yeah, <laughs> right. But, um,
1: <laughs> but, it, it, again, it's a, it's a necessary evil
4: at, at times mm-hmm. if you don't I wish it connection. on my worst enemies. Yeah. yeah
1: I wouldn't uh, – you know, the, the only thing <laughs> I think I hate – there's two things in this world I think I hate. Uh, one is mortality. Two is yeah. trying to raise money. <laughs> it, wow. But, yeah. just, but, it, but <laughs> in the end, that is what we're trying to do with the Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. So if anybody that looks up on Indiegogo, just simply search out. The Crocodile Chronicles. And it, it is spelled a little odd, so I'll spell it for you. Crocodile is spelled K R O K O D I L. It's not Crocodile. spelled like a. Yeah. yeah. Like it, Cocoa, it, it's Cocoa. a little hard to spell, but, but if you
3: look mm-hmm. that
1: up on the Indiegogo, it's going for another 17 days now. So we've got plenty of time to try to make it. There's a slew of great, on, it, great We herbs. have
0: links on Cameron's page, on the Crocodile page. So if you're on and things, every one of
1: the actors in it, including Leanne mm-hmm. and, show, and everybody else that's been a part of it, has been mm-hmm. sharing the link like crazy. So it is out there.
3: But it is a lot out there.
1: Of things, you know, we got, I mean, 19 or 20 different perks. So there's a good wide array to, mm-hmm. for people to get in on. You can get in on anything from $1 up to, we got perks that go from a dollar up to $1,000. I mean, you know. You can get producer credits. You can get you know anything from posters, signed DVDs, digital stuff. I'm giving away some rare digital shorts uh, that I actually are not available on DVD or Blu-ray or anything anywhere else uh, that I've done in the past for like the collective and things like that got that you know but if you want dvds we can get those We're going to do special edition dhs's limited edition posters you can get parts in the film you can be an extra junkie in a scene in one of the chapters you can be a, a zombie extra We even given uh, a way a speaking role opposite robert lizardo for people who and you can be shot scary. by jim O'Rear. <laughs> yeah and if you want to be if you wanted, ever wanted to be shot on camera not there real. you go. But if you ever wanted to die on camera, this is your choice. This is your chance. You know, but, uh, <laughs> very, yeah, very important.
3: That yeah. is that, oh, give me a I, shot
1: on camera. <laughs> hey, somebody, that, I that's that's a fun item for some think, people.
2: I think this no, is I'm really true. cool because Cameron has this. Uh, I can
4: never,
2: Cameron. You know, I. Like, Spelled Spanish.
1: Quantro... Oh, Quattro. Oh, Quatro Venti Scott Productions.
0: It's like a cup of coffee. Very... <laughs> I, I, f- love I it.
2: forgot, you always
0: use Qu- Venti back. Scott Productions. Yeah. It's like a, like a Scott free <laughs> yeah, thing.
2: It, it, it's every time, every time, whenever he was on the show, I was like, uh, Kuana uh, I was doing the uh, Passa No, I think this <laughs> is. Okay. Oh,
3: no,
2: I
4: would have. you. No,
2: no. Uh, <laughs>
3: no you
4: know, um, can I interject?
0: Yeah.
4: Can yeah. I interject, sure.
0: please? Yeah.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much. I've actually, I've noticed a common trait between us us filmmakers who work in the horror genre particularly. We all seem to resent mortality, and yet we kind of play with mortality on a daily basis with our art. And I, I, I just wanted to point that out and note how kind of amazing that is because, you know, we're kind of battling a dragon with that.
0: Well, I totally agree with you. I totally agree because it's intriguing for people. The darkness is intriguing to people. It's alluring. It's alluring. alluring. You
2: know, I, I have to admit that something that she said is if you go to every bookstore, something that's never listed in the bookstore is horror anymore. And that's something that my fiancé, he wrote Halloween for. He has a, a, a black Betsy she books publishing company. Horror is not anywhere within anything, and that's kind of cool that she mentioned that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think well, she, well, you know, she's absolutely correct. Well,
3: you know, there's to to no more horror.
0: Well,
1: we play with that line, and I think as any kind of an artist, whether you're you're a a musician, a writer, actor, director, whatever, whether you work with pottery or you're a painter, whatever, I think is there's there's a line, and some people, you know, tiptoe over it. But I think as filmmakers, you dance over that line, because it's so many different kind of mediums in one. Because with filmmaking, it's not just You know, uh, I'm not trying to disparage anybody who's just a writer, who's just an actor, or it's just whatever. Because I think, you know, especially everybody we got on, we all dip our toes into different pools, writing, Mm -hmm. acting, directing. I have a book out, yeah. But yeah, exactly. I'm working on a book. I've, you know, done a little music, you know, but whatever, whatever your, your heart desires. But with filmmaking, I think it's so many mediums, it's visual. It's, you know, yes, audio, it's so fluid. It's a moving, it's a moving yeah. painting. It's got music and it's everything mm-hmm. you know, and it has things yeah. that got to be synchronized. There's a flow, and it's different than any other kind of medium because it's a conglomeration of several.
2: Mm-hmm. You and, know I, I, I got to say, you know, when my niece was four years old, I made her watch The Exorcist beginning. Was she scared? No, she was freaked out, yes, but she had great dreams from now on.
0: I have to tell tell you a funny story, Francie. I have to tell you the funniest story. My mother Toby, who's no longer here anymore, and I've written a lot
2: of uh, tales
0: about her. Oh, it's okay. In my book, I still talk to her because I believe a lot in paranormal. and uh, So anyway, she went to see the exorcist. I had to pay an adult or beg them for a ticket because we couldn't get in. Remember that, Cameron? You couldn't get in to see the exorcist. So no, it, we, was not, it was not easy. You couldn't get in. So we bribed this couple to pretend that they were our parents. So long story short, I had read the exorcist. I went to see it, and then my mother. We lived in Westwood Village in L. A. My mother walked to the cinema, the Fox Cinema, and saw the exorcist. She comes home. This is my mother. She, her, and I were horror freaks. We love horror, and she comes home and she could st- And I'm sleeping, and she comes down to the bed in my ear, and she goes, "Let me see if I can do this." <clears throat> so Leanne, how are you doing? <laughs> And I woke up, I was screaming. She was laughing hysterically. She was laughing hysterically. She thought that was the best thing she could have done, was scare me, little teenager, scaring me to death. It was like, that was great.
2: (laughs) You got to love it. You got to love it. She was wild. Let me tell you what I did. I was so proud of this. Um, My older, my older niece, Brittany, I'm going to tag her with this, and she's going to hear this, but I did this, like, great ape head, and I made him a body, and I put him on the toilet. Now, I did this for my niece to be scared, but the thing is is that my mom, Sandy Metz, Went in there, and she's like, and my bath, my bedroom was right next to the bathroom, and she went in there, and she's like, holy
0: shit! That's funny. Like, it's amazing what people think like, oh, they can get oh, away this
2: with. It's really funny. She goes, <laughs> "Britney, it was he's four years old. Brittany, time to go to the bathroom."
0: Oh God! No four year olds going to go in there now. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. My mother was the same way. She was like anything. We would read. She would run lines with me. And she would,
2: yeah. She's like, why am I making do this? And I was like, my 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 mom is going to scare the pants off of my niece. A four-year-old. She sounds like my mother.
0: Okay. <laughs> Speaking no. of crazy and cast and everything like that, I I forgot. I don't know if I asked Cameron already. Um, Michelle's with us, which is love to hear more from Michelle because I'm I love this yeah. cast so much. But I who Cameron? I who is everything. in the Who's in the film?
1: Like What's that you? Cut everybody. out
0: everybody. Oh, are you there?
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything cut out for about five seconds.
0: <laughs> but no, I hear you fine. No, no problem. Okay, so anyway, I was just—I um, know the cast members, but and Robert Lazardo, and and um, so who else?
1: Well, you know, it's it's all about who you know. Uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. I I worked I worked work yes. on his film last uh, summer in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That was directed by Jim Mooreer and Scott Tupperman, who are also both in the film. Jim Roarier was in Postmortem America, and right. really I owe uh, Jim, I, would, I have to say, and he probably wouldn't argue with this, I owe Jim quite a lot. Um, he's uh, helped me out quite a bit in meeting people and opening up doors for me and opportunities that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Uh, but, you know, but I got to know Jim. God, I've known Jim for about 10 years. But I got to know so many people on that particular shoot at Night late. It kind of rekindled uh, a love for filmmaking for me, things that got kind of stagnant for me for a, for a little bit. And working on that film rekindled that. And I got to work with people that I had known for quite a while, but I never got a chance to work with. So, uh, and I met new people. Um, Like, for instance, uh, I got to meet a fellow named Tom Commissar, who works for Mm HM&M Films. And he's playing uh, a character in Requiem for a Junk, the Requiem for a Junkie chapter as well. He plays, uh, 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 I'm going to say a a cop. I won't say anything else because his his character is kind of interesting. Right. No
3: spoilers. Yeah, yeah,
1: but he he plays a, a fellow Sign police
0: up. officer
1: and then uh, met uh, Andrea Collins, who's also known as Andy Nord, just kind of a screen queen type actress. I met her on that shoot, and that's where I met Robert Lazaro. and I was just – I was shooting behind-the-scenes stuff. I was shooting a behind-the-scenes documentary and basically being a – Jack of all trades, a public, you know, a production assistant doing a little bit of every everything: driving, food, you know, you name it. But mm-hmm. you know, heck, I got to even be a, a driver for uh, Todd Bridges, Willets from a different show, who I would have loved to have gotten. <laughs> wow. I would have loved to have gotten involved on uh, Crocodile Chronicles, but uh, I don't think I could afford him for this. Maybe the next mm. one, you know. But 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 you know, there's a lot of people out of uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. In Indiana, Ohio, uh, and kind of uh, the Midwest that I've been uh, wanting to work with co- for quite a while that I've missed out on working mm-hmm. with. And one of them w- w- was uh, Andrea Collins uh, and/or mm-hmm. Andy Noor. She goes by both. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Crow, who has been mm-hmm. in a bunch of stuff. He was in the hospital. He was in, in Rising. He was in uh, Harvest in Lake and, and a bunch of other really great indie films. Kaylee Williams. Now I mm-hmm. worked with Kaylee before, she actually plays the lead in a chapter that's titled From Needle to Spoon to Grave. And that was the hardest, I have to say, the hardest part to cast. It's a pretty daring part, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and It was hard to get people interested in any parts in that particular chapter. It is the the most gruesome, vile, you guys have both, you've, well, I know Michelle, you've read it, I think dark. you've read it. Uh, but <laughs> yes, is,
4: I read is it. It's the
1: dark yeah, it's the darkest of the four chapters, I think, it, it, as far as exploring uh, some of the subject matter. But, but uh, Kaylee, I'd worked with before on a short that I did uh, actually just a couple of months ago called Birthday Cake. <laughs> of all things, it was called Birthday Cake, and yes, yes, it's still a horror movie, but it's called Birthday Cake. I'll I'll, I'll talk about that l- later. But um, Kaylee uh, read for the the part of Izzy. That's who she's going to be playing, which is the lead character in From Needle to Spoon to Grave. She'll be playing that, and I got a, a really, really good friend of mine. He's—I've worked with him on pretty much just about everything. About ninety percent of the stuff I've done. His name is Dennis Lamka. He's mm-hmm. also a uh, musician. He's going to be doing a lot of the music for uh, the film. But he's—he's he's also in the From Needle to Spoon to Grave. We have a—I'm actually having a, a couple more people from um, Postmortem America coming in. Uh, Keith Zahn is uh, also mm-hmm. going to be in your chapter. The Nikita plays that mm-hmm. cameraman, who is just known as the cameraman because we really don't. That right, we've got interviewer.
3: <laughs> yeah, the, the interviewer <laughs> and
1: then the cameraman. They're never known by n- any name. <laughs> yeah, than interviewer and cameraman. But, yeah. you know, uh, uh, that's funny though. I, we've things, got Scott Tebberman from Ghost Hunters like, International. Like, yeah. And, and Scott, you know, had asked me, he's like, am I going to mm-hmm. get a name? I'm like, no, you're just the interview. That's, like, That's it. Which he was he's fine, no with. Mean.
3: He's fine
1: with. It. But he's like, I need a name. And I'm like, you have a name. You're the
0: interview."
3: Oh, They're I'll name a- him. A-
0: a-
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you say name or mame? N-
0: but then well, I do. That you know, pick ways. one. But,
1: yeah. I could do both. Yeah. Yes. Both. <laughs> but uh, and then but last but not least, there's the, the final chapter of it, which we're going Can in order that that they go in the mm-hmm. film. The last chapter uh, mm-hmm. is called the King of Pain, which I got a uh, fellow that I've again from Indiana that I've my home state that I've almost worked with a, a half dozen times, well, David Ross, right a now, really really amazing character, so and we're bringing back uh, a post mortem alumni, Michelle Shields. And plays That's his right. You've got Donna and Hamlin. And Donna is yeah. I oh almost forgot. Donna Hamlin is uh, playing. Well, actually, playing your mother, uh, Michelle. Right. This is going to be playing. This be Bring playing Hope's in. mama. Does oh, she plays and my mom? And
2: Damien uh, Coletti mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I can't forget. And Damien Coletti forgot. Yeah. Do you need so. the IMDb there, Cameron, because I can send it to you. What's that? <laughs> Do you want the IMDb? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I should just like I, I think I've named off everybody but
0: I think so. I'm not my brain's kind of going. Let me see if you mention everybody. A, it's
2: I mean, a, It's
4: the a ensemble it path. To a point think, where you yeah. have
0: so many and you
4: put so much pressure on yourself to make sure that you mention everyone's name that yeah, you might miss one. You know, it happens.
2: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. By uh, by yeah. the way, um I I do got to, you were talking about that people love Cameron Scott. I got two new uh, people that says
3: we love Cameron Scott. Oh, really? Somebody
1: loves
2: me? Somebody loves you, Cameron. I talked to them. uh, They were a little bit busy, and uh, they did tell me to tell you. That they love you. Uh, Joel D. Winecoop says, Cameron! I love you! Knowing him,
1: knowing him, he probably did yell it, because as much as I he, love Joel... He always he, he, can, he
2: can, yells it. it. Yeah, he's like, You'll probably before I, I don't do know it. if I can call in tonight, but I love you! That's
1: probably exactly how Joel said it. That man, I may say
2: now. Exactly. You know, it was kind of funny. The first time we did the 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 first live show, free. You know, coming back, he called as a distraught uh, Yelp, not Yelp. Uh, What are those? Oh, a yelper. Drivers.
3: Oh, Uber drivers!
2: Can I please get my taxi driver to the corner now?
1: <laughs> That's the thing. I, I I love Joel, but if you're listening, Joel, Joel, if you hear me, this is Cameron. All right, I'm talking to you directly now because I know you'll listen to this later. One, I love you, brother. Always calm down, you will. But but. You're loud, man. You need to tone it down.
2: I think Joel,
1: I think you're a little bit deaf. You might need a hearing aid. You're loud, brother. You you almost made my editor go deaf deaf with America. <laughs> actually
2: actually this is when I called him back a second time, I'm like, Wait, I just changed my new phone number. Maybe Joel doesn't realize that this isn't my phone number. Okay, are you guys ready to hear how Joel answers the phone? Oh, no. Me?
3: Oh, no. Got, oh, no. Hello?
2: Uh... Hello? Hello? Is this Joel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Francie Oh hey <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about to go live on With Francie and friends And Cameron Scott's gonna be on the show Oh Crap Seriously You couldn't ask him if he whispered this He said Oh crap <laughs> It doesn't that sound like him. Joel. <laughs> and I'm
1: like, <laughs> I, I yeah, I, 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 I love tell, Joel. I pick on him, but I'll I love will tell
2: him. Cam that you love him. He's like, okay. in tonight. Can you tell? Can you tell Cameron that I love him?
1: <laughs> was Was Joel sick? Because does not because that does not sound like how I think Joel would sound like. <laughs> i i
2: I will be. Honest to you, if you call Joel tomorrow and say, did you talk to Francie last night? Did you whisper,
3: hello?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you, Francie, didn't you say someone else called too? There's
2: somebody else that wishes you the most best of luck, Cameron Scott, because... I got a lot. Uh, well, well, let's go with it. Fitzgerald, you know Ron Fitzgerald. Yeah,
1: I know Ron. Yeah, so I, he wanted
2: to, to, to the... call in tonight too, and he said, "Fuck." That was his oh, word. Well, that was nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I, I, I know uh, Ron. Um, actually, I ran into a guy uh, on, on a semi-related story. Uh, before I got kind of laid up from work here with my bum knee, uh, we had wow. a distributor come in. a guy that's bring I work in a restaurant. He's always trying to you know sell us new product, new foods and whatnot. And somebody had, had told him he's like, hey, you make horror movies and you know do that kind of thing. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got a uh, my friend's brother. He's like is, is a is a magician. He's like you probably don't know him. He's like his name's Ron Fitzgerald, and I'm like fuck yeah, I know Ron. Like, we've done like several conventions together, and he's worked with Kaylee as well, you know. So, it's like, we, you know, it's all kind of connected. He said, he's like, yeah, check this out. And he's like, he had like recently been at some like birthday party with his brother. And sure enough, you know, there's Ron, and he's taking pictures with him. He's like, so you know this guy? I'm like, shit, yeah. It's a small world. It's like some random guy just <laughs> It in.
2: is. It is. And uh, Ron was like, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it, of all nice to have Cameron Scott on. Please send <laughs> him. Oh Ron my Ron
1: love. All
2: he was like, damn it, I gotta talk to Cameron. He, he yeah, he was really disappointed. On
1: on <laughs> I think he's got my number. You, smell, you know. gotta <clears throat> get hold of me. <laughs> yeah,
2: so it's there's what's like fearing? a that's really <laughs> cool though, like, Cameron I mean, think about it You got all these people I mean, not only d- Mentally And physically But you got them virtually And everybody supports you Well, well then, and I, think then
0: just... I guess I can um, Sorry, Cam, go ahead I'm sorry oh,
1: no, go. go ahead, actually I already lost my train of thought <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit I, I guess I shouldn't say that i'm is sorry that uh, I, I saw
1: again? I saw something saw something shiny you know it's okay, I'll remember it soon
0: oh god i hope I'm sorry uh the one thing that I wanted to say on that note, fancy is that because you know he we all have collectively thousands of Facebook friends, thousands uh and I was mm-hmm. thinking, wow if We, you know, we pay six bucks for a cup of coffee in the morning, and I'm sure there are people out there who are distracted by other things uh, or have reasons or, excuse me, um, whatever the reasons are, if they could just put something aside and focus in on the art of what we're trying to do. We're asking people to please, I mean, please, 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 everybody out there, you know, we, we need your help. We want your help. We want to create something that is incredible, that creates awareness, uh, yes. and it's beautifully written. It's going to be beautifully made. There's an incredible cast. There's beautiful perks. You can find the the uh, link to the Indiegogo for Crocodile Chronicles and, and give on the, the website. One more time. Well it's Indiegogo.com, but you can find that on Cameron's page. Yeah, you, you can, can find, find it, it on the crocodile
1: page, page. page. Everybody's, everybody's The easiest
0: page. way to find right. us is on Facebook yes. and it's so you know if you've got a phone, an iPhone, or any kind of phone or or a computer, you can go to Facebook mm-hmm. and just type in crocodile k r o K, what is it? O D I L. Crocodile, crocodile, Chronicles. And even if you just go K R O, it'll probably come up for you. And you go there and you'll find the Indigo Go and you just click that thing. It's so easy. It says donate. Boom, you're done within 2 minutes. You're done. You've contributed to a piece of artwork. You have been you've actually been a part of creating something when we do that when we come together and we do that we're actually all creating this together and I really want to stress that that this is something that is a collective consciousness and when we create this film believe me you're going to walk away or turn off your computer or try to get this out of your head and you're going to be so damn disturbed <laughs> lucky you so yeah. go there find us and help That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was I think that was
2: a really good sales pitch, and you know, and that's what a lot of people have got to do. I mean, you got Wonder Woman. Wow! What about the best of the best, who has the creative image, who does what is
0: best for Hollywood? It's it doesn't newest, matter. It doesn't oh, matter. Everybody is, yeah, I grew up in the industry. Yeah. I grew up in the industry. I was surrounded by it my whole life. It doesn't matter. Film, It. it's very strange how it works in the end. It doesn't matter who's got the bigger budget. I don't care about Wonder Woman. I care about the Crocodile Chronicles. And people are yeah, going to make I, their I, choices. That's really a really good, I, I like that. Well, it, it, what it comes down to, believe it or not, is you are going to have equal amounts of people doing different things. We're working on this, so as we work on this, yeah. it's an, we're an creating thing. and we're creating a and creating, and everybody everyone. can be a part of that.
1: Yeah, if everybody made the same thing, then there would there would just be one movie,
0: yeah. And I don't.
1: Kind of it, and how time. monotonous
4: would the know? world be if that were the case? Oh, oh, my God. God, it would be so boring. I say that all the time. <laughs> I say it all
0: the time. Well, this, it is right, this is very Right, but this is very different.
4: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, may I interject for a moment? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, th- thank you. Um, well, I'm actually going to be at Sinister Creature Con in Stockton, California, this upcoming weekend, June 10th and 11th at the Stockton Arena. And uh, one of the boons that I would like to offer is I'll be at my table doing signings. And anybody who has contributed to Crocodile Chronicles and uh, can show me their verification, I'll give them a copy of uh, one of my more coveted full-feature films, like O Unilateralis, as a thank-you gift for the boon if they contribute $5 or more. That's that's wonderful.
0: That's you. you rock, that, baby. That's kind of
2: cool because you're in Stockton, California, right?
4: I, I I don't live there. No, I'll be I'm gonna be a featured guest at the convention,
2: so yeah, I'll be we're, traveling we're there. In yeah, Antelope, California. So we're like what thirty miles away? Yeah. yeah, we're near Stockton. Oh, nice. Are
4: well, nice you guys?
0: Sunny? Yeah, yeah, it's Northern yeah, California totally for me. Go. It's like an hour and a half away. <laughs>
2: yeah, we're not too far away. Well, you should go too. We can meet and have
0: tea. Yes. Hello. You...
4: Yes. Yes, honey. Oh my gosh, I, I want goodness. to have tea not... with you. We, we have. I, I, I'm get, a tea I, I get, I get be
0: Being a Russian, being really a Russian, I don't drink
2: coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, oh, I'll try yeah, renew coffee.
1: The huh? That there's somebody else who doesn't drink coffee because that leaves more in the coffee
0: budget for me. For you. We all know that. I, I, I like coffee.
4: I like coffee <laughs> and Red Bull. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> I, like I love, Red Bull. love I like Red, Red, Bull. Red Bull. I like food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to be so addicted to
4: that.
2: <laughs> I now, I now, when are, are you going to be Red in, Red Red in Stockton again?
4: Uh, June tenth and eleventh, I'll be at the Stockton Arena at Sinister Creature Con.
0: Very cool. Well, yes. that's cool. That's you know, send me the link to out. that, Michelle, so I can put it on my definitely. page. Can you? Yeah, you can find me. Yeah, you just, can find me there. My name is Michelle Mesk Right. And yeah, yeah. Just send and, me the link on yeah. my PM, <laughs> so I can just promote the hell out of you. Be wonderful.
4: That oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So send me yeah. send me the link, and I'll go ahead. <laughs> oh, also,
4: I'm very formal, and uh, may I send you a friend request? on the Yes, Facebook? you may.
0: Let Let me see if I can accept. I can't accept any. I thought we were. Are we?
4: I I, I don't know. I think so. Incredibly sorry if we're, if uh, we are and I did not note it. I, yeah, I think we are. You can be a jerk. Yeah.
0: See, no, so see, Cameron, I'm going to, oh. going
4: to be at a
1: convention this weekend, having tea, and I'm just going to be sitting here looking at my cut up
0: meat. Right, a poor thing. I, I
4: wish I could just like kidnap you and take you along. That was like the whole goal. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah, that would be cool.
4: Because you I'm were, I, sure I, I did contact you. I was like, you want to go to Stockton? <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah. I, I If I had a choice
1: between surgery and oh. going to any convention, I would choose a yeah. convention 99.
0: Right? A body snatcher time. You no,
3: know, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Can you guys hear me?
1: I dropped my phone. I can. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool.
3: Cool.
1: <laughs> I always worry. I'm like, yeah. all of a sudden, so I drop my it's phone. Running. I picked it up, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> Are you there?
1: Hello. Yeah. Yep. I'm here.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Good.
1: I was. Just, I was dust, I was dusting off my phone. I'm like, oh. I dropped it, and of course, of course, the first thing that happens oh, is the cat goes for it.
3: Oh. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I always got a cat
1: by my feet, it, it never fails. Yeah. When give this me. Shows going on? I got a cat that by, I by my pocket. feet
0: every time. So, I'm I'm, I'm going so to log off, but I want meeting. to say so yes. nice to meet you um on on this show everybody. And Michelle, um please PM me and I'll make plans to come up and see you. Uh I would love that actually. I love that. That would be yes. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and Cameron, thank you so much for the incredible opportunity that you've given us. As actors mm-hmm. and creative people, and and friends well, and friends. Thank you for all,
1: all, all kind words about my writing and
0: whatnot. There. Oh, your but, uh, writing's incredible. <laughs> I'm I'm a total <laughs> snob my, my, when it comes to that. that it, well, you know that's Well, I definitely my, wanted. My first being a is part of writing. the show. You were. I'm awesome. sorry, Cameron. What? I didn't hear that. I
1: said that's. So, what oh, I say my first passion always has been writing. The construction of the yeah. story and, and constructing mm. the characters and, and writing for them. Well, you you can
0: see, yeah, you can see the mood of things that you write. If I can visualize when a writer is writing and I can actually see and feel, like when when I did the audition for Nikita, I did it one take because I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop crying. And... Immediately, I knew I wanted Nikita, and I remember that you had, you know, you really wanted me to have Nikita, but somebody else bested me, as you recall. And I yes, believe that yes, if an actor bests you,
2: for it, yeah.
0: right? If you, if someone bests you as an actor, then it's been a fair it's been a fair audition. You know what I'm saying? You'd, with actors, you mm-hmm. don't slap them in the face; you pat them on the oh. back. And there's there's so much of the slapping going on, you know. And I don't come from that school where you slap, you pat. Right. But you, know, I, you don't
1: make yourself look good by making other people look bad.
2: No. Cases, I and
0: know. I think that you've no, given all you of us don't. an opportunity. Exactly, Michelle. I think you give us you've given us such a great opportunity to to get into these characters. When I when you gave me Nikita, I was like, Oh my God, this is the role. That I've always wanted to put this kind of a role. I understood her. That's why I could only give you one one take of her because I I had to pull myself together. I was like praying, going, "Okay, I'm going to send this one take
3: <laughs> because <laughs> if because I do it again, takes, I'm going to cry all the way through
0: it and it won't work," you know. But I do want to thank you yeah. for. Oh introducing me to Nikita and the Crocodile, and Michelle, I hope we get to meet, and I just want to say thank you so much, and I'm going to sign off. Bless you, bye. Thank you. bye -bye.
2: I I (laughs) think it's awesome, and I'm so happy that you called in on our show tonight.
0: Thank you so much.
3: Good night, you
0: guys. All right. Good night. Thank you. Good night. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi.
4: Hey. So, what was actually really fun, uh, if it's okay with you, Cameron, if I talk about the video that I did for Crocodile Chronicles?
1: <laughs> yes, actually, that's supposed to go live tomorrow.
0: Oh, is it? Oh, it's exciting.
1: Yes. Cameron, I wanted to get it posted before I actually have to go to the doctor and get my surgery. That way, it's a case of I am laid up for a day or two. It's, it's out there. But yes, yes. come about the little, uh, oh. I always call it the giving Giving up hope video. <laughs> That's what I, yes. I refer to it as.
4: Well, it's fun because we get to play with the sound footage genre, which, of course, I am very much in love with. And, uh, and I. Really? you know, yeah, I did not even get to think footage. I know, right? Of...
1: Like <laughs> I <laughs> know. So, know. So, Full on <laughs> par- sarcasm right there.
4: I know i that that was some damn good hyperbole <laughs> <laughs> right on. so on. i i actually i get to thank you on air uh for letting me uh write that uh sequence for hope and uh and when I came up with the idea to do it for you giving me the green light to go ahead uh it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, getting into the character space, like the headspace of hope. And I'm really, really grateful for you indulging me. Oh,
0: well, I'm
3: grateful for in... you
4: doing it. <laughs>
1: it was great. It was a great video because I'm, I'm just like, this is our first, because I thought to myself, other than the couple of audition videos, like the one Leanne had done and a few other people had done, I'm like, this is like the first glimpse that I'm even getting. I got it. This is the first glimpse anybody would get of one of the characters from the film you know what i mean like everybody's you know we got our character profiles and our pictures and whatnot i'm like but this hope is the first character that anybody gets to see you people see and get to talk to me and get something talk to jim and talk to leanne with with, with promo videos we did but none of them were in character so i I was kind of excited to see all that myself
4: yay i'm so happy to hear that that's exciting (laughs) (laughs) Yay.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was okay, pretty I'm cool. That saying
4: Hold on.
1: <laughs> What's that?
4: Go on. <laughs> go on.
1: No. But I was just saying, you know, I go I, what I think I want to do with it, too, If you know, I always have plans ahead for uh, you know, before the movies even finish. I'm, like, planning DVD extras and things like that, but uh, I was planning on using that video as, like, a DVD extra, like, as a message from Hope, you know, and just, like, put it on there as a little tidbit, you know. Because oh, Well, then again, by the time we make this movie, physical media might be dead. We might just be releasing it digitally, but still, it doesn't mean it can't be an extra. But I talk about DVDs, and I swear to God, sometimes people are just like, you know those are dying, right? I'm like, not as long as I got something to say about it. I I like having – just like a book, I like having a physical DVD in my hands every once in a while.
4: Right. Well, you got to look at them, narrow your eyes like an action anime character, and be like, you shut your mouth. <laughs>
1: but oh yeah yeah i i i actually have somebody who says uh that is a friend of mine who actually had was an extra in post-mortem america he he played a couple of actually played like six or seven different zombies and he got a, a post-mortem america tattoo and he told me to hurry up because he, he's the only person I know of that has a postmortem America tattoo. So if anybody else has one, please let me know. I'd love to see it. But uh, he <laughs> is so geared up and ready to um, be an extra on, on Crocodile Chronicles that he, he's already planning his Crocodile Chronicles. He's got it on his the, the PMA tattoo on one shoulder, and he wants to have the Crocodile Chronicles tattoo on the other shoulder. He's like, so you got to hurry the fuck up and get this movie made. He's like, because I'm itching to get new ink. And I'm like, well, hell! It's been like eight <laughs> years since I've gotten a tattoo. I'm the champion of new ink, so he's got to – You know, I'm like, if I gotta wait, you gotta wait. So I made a promise to myself: I would not get another tattoo until I got my next feature film made. So I, I've, that, I think that's maybe the end goal of why I'm trying to get this movie made. So bad, so bad. Because right? Because you just want
4: to get one. more ink.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm running out. I'm running out of canvas. I got. A, I've got a, a. I've got like seven tattoos. So I gotta. I gotta like, you know space them out every couple of years or I'll end up, you know, tattooing every single inch of my body. That's just me. They're, they're addicting. They're addicting. They are. I've only got four
4: little ones. (laughs) I got,
1: I got several little ones, but I have one large one on my back that's like 30, 32 hours worth of work. And that like took two years and about seven or eight sessions to get done. That was uh. Yeah, yeah, that that was a little painful. A little bit, a little bit. A lot of it, but a little bit.
4: I always wanted to I get know, dragon somebody, scales on my skin.
1: <laughs> you do have or you want to get?
4: Want to get.
1: See, I got a little bit yeah. of everything. I got, I got a wrestling tattoo. I got a misfits tattoo. I got zombie tattoos. Uh, <laughs> I got a phantasm tattoo. That was my first. That was actually my first piece of ink with a fan thousand yeah. tattoo. I have it uh
4: Ouroboros. like actually getting the Huh? <laughs> I have an Ouroboros, uh Butterfly Kitty Cat, a uh, flying fairy, and then uh one other
3: yeah, <laughs>
1: actually thing is I have more ideas. It's just like with movies. I have more ideas for, I have more ideas for more movies I could ever make in a lifetime and I have more ideas for tattoos I want to get than I could ever achieve to get. I don't you know cuz eventually you run out of canvas.
4: Right. But, I, I am a big fan of uh neck tattoos and uh like arm tattoos. I feel like those are my favorite tattoo placements. Yeah, yeah I
1: got, I got one so cool. I got literally one on each leg, one on each arm, one on my chest, and then the the one on my back. I always say should count for more than one. as mu- as much as it covers, it covers like two thirds of my back. It should probably count as at least two or three. No, anyway, I say nice. it's your size. What about you, Francie? You still with us?
2: I don't have any tattoos. I am totally paranoid of needles.
0: Oh my God, you're kidding. Oh, oh no, I, I cannot even take it.
2: a shot. In fact, I had this uh, tick bite on the back.
0: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.